0: Yep, that's right. It's that time of the week where we talk science with Dr. Carl Krizanecki, author of many, many books, including Dr. Carl's little book of climate change science. He joins me on the telephone now. Howdy.
1: Ahoy and howdy. Oh, by the way, um, hello is a word that was specially invented for the phone and ahoy was what was proposed by Alexander Graham Bell, but it never really took off. Ahoy is more nautical, isn't it? Yeah, each country has different words. So in Italy, they're in a hurry, and it's proto, what do you want? Whereas in Japan, they had to invent a special word to answer the phone and deal with the fact that you didn't know the social level of each person, who should go first, who should go second. So they invented the word mushy to imply, I don't know whether you're socially higher or lower than me, So let's just start the conversation and see where we end up.
0: I have no idea how we got onto this, but just let me pursue for a second. So the word Mm. hello Mm -hmm. was actually a specific word invented for the telephone.
1: Before the telephone, there was no word hello? There was uh, a word uh, in English uh, slang of "alo alo," as in what's going on here. No, that was a TV sitcom. As well. uh, As well. But it, it got... Uh, <laughs> passed on as the official word that the telephone operators in the USA should use to indicate that they were talking with somebody they couldn't see. Because this was a very bizarre concept.
0: This is a very bizarre conversation. Uh, I had no idea we were going down this path. But, but that's, what, that's what
1: we do, isn't it? Uh, that's what life is about. Uh, well, that's one of the many things that life is about. Okay, yeah. let's get on to today's topic.
0: Are stereotypes actually true? Well, one of them is according to a study. Researchers at the University of Illinois Urbana Campa- Champaign found that the strength of an individual's wayfinding ability simply comes down to the way we were raised. When it comes to navigating, they found that men really are better than women at finding their way. But it has nothing to do with biological advantage, according to this study. They say that society encourages boys to play outside more frequently than girls, allowing them to develop their navigational skills from a very young age. So folks, ask yourself this in your family. Before those satellite navigation devices came around, anyone listening to me this morning remember the the Sidways or the Gregory Street Directory, or whatever it was in your particular state. Did your mum, when trying to navigate the car, did she keep turning it around in circles? Or was dad better at understanding the reading of maps? And let's get past that. What about a natural sense of direction? In your relationship who has the better natural sense of direction? To get to, from here to here, we've got to go that way. Who's better at it? Dr. Carl, what are your mm. thoughts on all of this? It's
1: interesting, isn't it? Well, you sent me the link, and the New York Post, which is the article, falls into the same category as the Daily Mail, which is, is it true or did you read it in the Daily Mail? And the headline is, men are actually better with directions than women, Comma, study says. Now, that does not say that men are actually better with directions than women. The study doesn't say that. Mm-hmm. What it's doing is looking at sex differences in spatial navigation and trying to relate them to evolutionary adaptations, and they say there are we couldn't find any innate reasons, looking at the literature, mm-hmm. showing that men are innately better than women, or vice versa. But it was reported as men are better with directions than women, and this is another case of sexism. So let me just take you through the history of this. You ready for it? I'm ready. Okay. So a really good study was done back in 2015 at the Norwegian University of Science and Technology, and they looked at men and women doing navigating while they did MRI scans on their brains, and they found that... On average, there was a slight tendency that men would tend to go for a mental grid, mm-hmm. where's north, south, east, and west. Yes, yes. While women would go where's a landmark, where's something ah, I can yeah. contour. Yeah. Right. Um, and they found that there was mm, a little bit of a difference in the men, but the sample size wasn't big enough. It was less than 50 to say. So they couldn't really say that men were better than women but they did definitely navigate different ways.
0: Okay, what about where the article says that society encourages boys to play outside more frequently than girls so they've been socially conditioned to have to develop their navigational skills from a young
1: age. That's correct, but that's different from the headline.
0: Yeah, but yeah, but I'm just saying in the article it does say that. Because you know what yeah. I, you know what I was thinking, Dr. Carl. Yeah. I was thinking back to the days where humans learned to walk on their hind legs and they lived in caves and they went hunting. Mm -hmm. And it was the men that hunted and gathered and the women stayed in the cave and
1: looked after things. Oh, you you missed the study that showed that that was incorrect six months ago, did you?
0: Yeah, I did. So hear, hear me out. So I was thinking it takes us back to primeval days to cavemen where the men used to tromp out of the cave and go looking for the woolly mammoth and then they go and find it and do it and kill it and get it ready to bring back, to drag back to the cave. But by the time they'd f- finished hunting and killing it, the snow had covered up th- their tracks. And so they couldn't find their way back to the cave. So you either had a great sense of direction and got back to the cave with the woolly mammoth or you froze to death and starved to death. That's what I was thinking. I... Right. So Is that, that's a good theory, isn't it? Based on no science at
1: all. That's a good hypothesis. That's it. That's what it is. Based on no science. That's right. So last year, um, people went looking, and they firstly looked at legends in the so-called primitive societies that still exist Mm. to see the ratio of men and women, and they're about the same, men and women doing the hunting. And then they Uh went looking at so-called primitive societies today that still do hunter-gathering. Yes, and there's roughly equal numbers of men and women doing hunting and gathering. Do you know what we need to
0: find? We need to find worldwide data, which would satisfy you. Worldwide data.
1: People who get lost, as it more men than women? Okay, well, I'll now take you on to the second study. Now, yes. By the way, following that Norwegian study, mm. in the second part of their study, they gave women a male sex hormone uh on their tongues. Yeah. Well half of them got the male sex hormone, half of them didn't. Yes. Just to see if there was a sort of a gender thing mm. in navigation.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what happened?
1: Okay. They found that the women did who were given the testosterone did not have any improvement in navigating, but wait for it. Yeah. The overwhelming majority of the popular me- media New York Post uh, and the Daily Mail, the overwhelming majority of the popular media media said the exact opposite. They said that testosterone did improve women's ability to navigate. Even though the study proved otherwise. Right. Okay, and now we're going to do the one looking at the whole world. And in 2018, there was a study in London that looked at, wait for it, two and a half million people mm-hmm. from every single country in the entire world. hmm Aged eighteen to ninety-nine. Mm-hmm. Is, now, is that a big enough sample size for you? Well, it's it's a big sample. Yeah, it's the biggest we've ever done two and a half million. That's a very Every big country sample. Country it's right. the biggest sample yeah. I've ever heard of, actually. Yeah, same here. And they it studied how well they could play this game called Sea Hero Quest, and the goal of the game is to save the memories of the sea hero, the old sailor, to save his memories using your smartphone. And you need two specific skills. You need wayfaring, which is a navigational skill, and you need path integration. Let me tell you what they are. Yeah. Way fi- wayfinding is that you look at the map from above. You've got this map in your hand yes. on the screen, and you say, "Oh, there's a checkpoint there, and there, and there. And I've got to go in a deep, in a, in a specific order." But to actually do that, to actually set yourself off, you've then got to interpret and visualise it. You've got to plan a route which has many different stops, you've got to memorise that route because you can't see it anymore from above. You've got to mentally monitor your progress and then finally update your plan all the time while simultaneously turning the top-down view into a ground-level perspective and go from this port to this port, up that mountain, then into that swamp. okay, Path integration is where you know where you are and where, where you came from. And so they had to go along this really complicated pathway, left, right, rivers, disorienting bends and every now and then they had to stop and fire a flare gun in directly to their starting location where's home there and here's the th- here's the findings here's the findings number 1 mate once you get over 20 year old you suck once you hit your early 20s your sense of direction and your navigational skills drop like crazy really? number 1 yeah. yep number 2 people in wealthy countries yeah. Do tend to be better navigators than people in poor countries. Right. And that could be related to the fact that they travel more. Okay. Yes. Third, there were some differences in a navigation ability between men and women in a few different countries, but there was also a great difference in the freedom of the women. So yeah, in some of, course, countries, of course women yeah. are not allowed to, to get travel. a driver's license. Yeah. They're not allowed to travel without a brother or something mm. like that. And then finally, the best ones of all are the Scandinavians, and that's because they got this Viking heritage of open sea navigation combined with their – got a school sport. Every school teaches a sport called orienteering.
0: Yes, yes, we used to have that at school, orientations, yes.
1: yeah. Yeah, so you have to go from here to there, and all the boys and girls do equally well. Okay. So once you look at all of this, it turns out that men and women are about the same, but every time it's reported – like with the New York Post, the very first headline, the screamer, is "Men are actually better with directions than women." Well, I, w- I wonder
0: that they do that as clickbait, or if that's the agenda they want to set. But scientifically, it's not true. Everyone's about equal. So there you go. It's been kiboshed by Dr. Carl. Thank God you're here.
1: Yeah. Okay. Now look, I'll give you one more thing. Did I tell you about the sexism in the last Nobel Prize? Right. You know the Nobel Prizes, big deal. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, there was a Nobel Prize given in medicine and physiology, and it was given for coming up with the mRNA vaccines, Mm. which let us get the vaccines out so quickly that something between 20 and 100 million people did not die. It saved that many lives. Mm -hmm. And the person who won the Nobel Prize was a woman. Mm -hmm. Yes. Right? Now, that woman, as a scientist, had been ostracized, and bullied, and pushed aside, and fired from her university, even while she was doing the research that got her a Nobel Prize. Isn't that amazing? This is the woman that so, everyone
0: applauded at the tennis. She came out. At, ah, she came out at Wimbledon, and they gave her a, st- a st- really yes,
1: and they gave her a standing ovation. There you are. Right. So she saved a million, 20, 20 million to a hundred million lives. Mm. But while she was doing that research, something else. And it wasn't that she had bad breath or she was rude or nasty or violent. Something else maybe is related to her being a woman, got her fired. And it turns out when you go looking at where sexism is worst, you know, grading it from here to there, from top to bottom, the worst is the military and second worst, a university.
0: We are at of time. Ah. You have yourself a fantastic long weekend. How are you celebrating Australia Day tomorrow?
1: Uh, I'm going down to have a look at the tennis. In okay. Melbourne yeah, yeah, yeah. And do TikToks on it. Oh, that'll be fascinating. Like, I'll give you an example. You know how? Oh no, there's uh, more. There's they, more, folks. <laughs> we'll leave it till next time. No, go
0: on. What are you doing with the TikTok and the tennis? Go
1: on. Okay. Well, you know how they're really obsessive. The tennis players, the top tennis players, yeah. and they'll insist that their strings. Are tightened exactly to their preferred tension, tension. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Right. Now, you've heard the word elastic, which mm. means it stretches. Right. Mm. T- tennis strings are not elastic; they are viscoelastic, mm. which means they've got a bit of that property of honey. So you tighten them up to a certain level.
0: Yes.
1: And and and, and five minutes later, it's it's lower. Yeah, yeah. They keep on stretching. Yeah. Yeah. Right? So when they go to a lot of trouble to have it exactly what they think, by the time they actually get onto the court, yeah. it's about 10%, 20% different. Really? Yeah. There and then go. they'll do things like line up all their water bottles in a row yeah. or pull on their trousers, pull on their shirt. Or they bounce it so many times before they serve. But the the one thing I can't understand yet, but I'm trying to find out before I go and do my TikToky things, are <laughs> when they serve, yes. one hand is operating the tennis racket. Mm-hmm most of the time, practically all of the time, the other hand just goes wide open, spread equal. Mm. Like you're trying to Mm -hmm. open your hand. Why? What's going on? Because if you're going to hit the ball at the top of its trajectory, when you throw the
0: ball up so that the ball comes down at a greater angle, um, giving you more options as to where you're going to place that serve, if you had both hands in the air, you wouldn't be able to reach quite as high. You reach the height you can by leaning up if you're right-handed you're up on your left front foot yeah. and the left hand is usually pointing at the ball keeping an eye on it keeping an eye on it the left hand comes down and the right hand then hits the ball hopefully at the peak of its height so that it gets mm. that angle
1: but but why because at put, the but, moment that the racket hits the ball does the other hand open up wide
0: you mean the fingers
1: the fingers go as far apart as they can, and so do the thumb. What's that? What's oh, that all about? I don't know. You'll have to. You, Neither do
0: I. You, you'll find out this weekend. You'll find out tomorrow, Doctor Carl. Them. We I, we could talk all day about all sorts of things, but we've got to focus. We've got to go.
1: Thank you so much. Hey, Doctor Carl. Doctor Luke. I love you, Doctor Carl. Love your work and everything you've ever done and everything you ever will do. Well, we're not so sure about that, but thank you. <laughs> thank you.